This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Can I squeeze in this story about Prince real quick? Once we uh, each do a whistle, sure. Great. Mine was better. Um, so, Prince's $156.4 million estate battle has come to an end. His family is set to split only $6 million. This is coming from Radar Online. And this is more than, obviously, six years after his death in 2016. And so we're looking at $156 million. And now, according to The Blast, his surviving family members have come to an agreement, splitting $6 million, accepting the reserve... And following the payment set forth in paragraph eight, it says. Thank you, juror 12. uh, Whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, it looks like $5,638,878.29 in cash. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so his uh, three oldest siblings and Primary Wave, which is a New York music company that bought part of his estate, from his singer, uh, I'm sorry, from his sister, Taika, mm-hmm. as well as his brothers, Alfred Jackson and Omar Barker. So two of his heirs passed away during the six year battle. So they're not, you know, no, nobody else is set. To as a Prince fan, I'm just ex- I hope all this can get put Be uh, done aside with. so we can start getting some of that awesome material. And I know some of the video, I, I know a lot of stuff is on hold because um, there's a uh, like a. Uh, docu series being made. Oh, sure, yeah. And they signed like the exclusive rights to all of that stuff that mm. nobody can see it until that docu series comes out. So, got it. Okay, and it also says that um, is it Comerica Bank? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the, that's the financial institution that oversees the administration of his estate and the legal battle over the the money is also set to retain a $3 million reserve in proactive effort to battle any legal cases or issues in connection to the estate that have not yet been completed. So there's all this, you know, this other stuff being set aside. Sure. But there you go. They're splitting $6 million. That's not bad. No. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they didn't have to leave him, give him anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, mean, I guess I we'll they sort did. of. Uh, they did have to. That's the point, isn't it? What? They did have to. Well, I guess they will. won. That's right. I forgot he didn't have a will. But I mean, I don't have to leave anybody anything. And right? many I mean, people think you to. won't. 
and that is true. Your money's all going to go to the state or something like that. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, why don't we Why don't we close that story with a reverse whistle? I guess we'll start with Rocco, then me, then Donna. That's not reverse. I know. It was supposed to go Rocco, then me, then but you. But I thought you meant like breathe oh, in. Oh, that's what that's I what thought, we too. Both did. It's oh, no, I just meant the order. <laughs> okay, that's an old-timey cat call, Rocco. I'm going to HR after being cat called. All right, that's the cat call. Here's how you get someone's attention if you're whistling in a movie. <clears throat> Hang on, i got to lick my lips. Oh, gosh. Oh, crap. Hang on. Okay, this this is fascinating. What's the whistle obsession today? I'm just trying to make the show a little different, guys. It felt stale. Okay. Have we whistled in a while? <laughs> you know, I have to tell you something about my tongue while we're talking about whistling. Thank you for bringing it up. I, I have mm-hmm. seen myself lick my lips. Like, I've never, ever, <laughs> I've never licked my lips thinking this would look good or like sensual or anything like that. Ew. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, come on and let this be. Uh, Rocco. Yeah, right. Yep. All right. Talk about this, but Continue. I want you guys, I'm going to lick my, no. <laughs> I want you guys to look as I lick my lips here in a moment because. <laughs> we never heard that part. Okay, go ahead. But like LL Cool J, used to lick his lips a lot, so much. But, you know, it kind of looked like he was being flirtatious when it would happen. So it wasn't so long ago that I, like, licked my lips, and then for whatever reason, I must have thought of LL Cool J in this moment. Like, remember how many times he would lick his lips, and it like kind of looked like he was being a flirty, cool guy? So then I, I did the same licking motion, but I, I looked into a mirror while I did it to see if I was putting out the same kind of vibe <laughs> unintentionally oh that LO Cool J was. And I don't want to be accidentally flirtatious. I look, look how stupid my tongue looks when I lick my lips. Okay. Rocco, are you watching? <laughs> All right. I long it. ago no. stopped paying attention Rocco, to this segment. watch. This is how <laughs> I lick my lips. <laughs> oh my God, I'll describe it All right, to now the watch. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. That, but you know, what are you doing? That looks so dumb. Ew. But, <laughs> it feels like my it? tongue is coming out so stupid. Like, I feel like my, not only does it not look flirtatious, I feel like my tongue looks very stupid when I do it. You and I have a very like long tongue. Who doesn't know how to lick his lips. <laughs> yeah, That's kinda, like you're right? like, oh, I've never tried this before. There's a woman on um, one of the Real Housewives shows. I think it's. Uh, Beverly Hills, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Her name's Diana, and she's so annoying. And she always licks her lips. Like yeah. every scene, I'm like, why is she doing that? But What's it doesn't wrong? look like what I'm doing. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> it looks so stupid. It's the stupidest thing you've ever done. Okay. You know, I'm talking with uh, a real housewife today, coming up at probably about 11.40 on Live with Kelly and Ryan. I'll be talking with Lisa Rinna, who is in for Kelly today. All right, what do her lips look like in person? Well, I did it via Zoom. Oh, I had to do it from my house. It was before I went out to New York. Um, But, you know, they both looked like, it looked like a very beautiful Zoom call as as she and Ryan Seacrest showed up on my laptop right there in the corner Mm. of my living room. But uh, yeah, she and Seacrest were talking all about relationships at the beginning and um, relationship, you know, rules and how do you... How do you continue to keep the flame alive and mm. stay interested in each she other? She always calls her husband Harry Hamlin. Which is 
I think rather funny. I like. It, it I, I like. Funny. I mean that in an entertaining way. I used to work with uh, one of the Real Housewives of Minneapolis, Elizabeth Reese. When I was a major <laughs> local television star, she yes. would okay. always call me Steve Patterson. That's funny. And I think she calls Ben Lieber. Ben Lieber. She has a Jay Reimer. She'll call Jay Reimers her husband by his full name. Really? It's an interesting thing, especially when you're talking to the person. You know what I'm saying, Steve Patterson. Yeah. All right, stop licking your lips. It's really embarrassing. By the way, um, Cobra Kai, the, um, they're bringing back an original character from the Karate Kid Part 2. Chosen Taguchi is back. I guess that was Daniel's rival. Anyway, yes. you probably will know who it is when you see him because me no recognize Thank you. Thank you, Donna. That was actually a pretty solid story. <laughs> I thought you, because you're watching Cobra Kai, you were going to jump in and go, oh, already I been in it, though. Oh, is that right? I think he, he appeared last year okay. in one of the later episodes. Okay, great. Maybe yeah, I'm he's coming out to article. help Team Kai, and then you have Adam Silver, and he's back now, and it's the whole thing. It's, it's getting a good, good show. Really is it getting it. good? When's it coming out? Uh, stick them up. Because yeah. they used to do January 1st. That was their thing. But then Netflix said, no, we want to bump this up. Let me see if I can find it here. Okay. Uh, it's going like... to be hitting Netflix. September 9th. Whoa, Queen. There you go. I stopped watching. I think I saw enough and enjoyed it enough. There's just too many things to watch. I am sorry. I have to finish The Bear. It's a bummer when we have a show. Oh, yeah. How far are. are you into The Bear? I think I only have a couple episodes left. Seven's good. I'm just going to say that. Okay, I don't think I watched Seven yet. I'm you guys think I'll like it? Yeah. If you could get past the yelling, yes. Okay. Great moment last night. We got to go. But we're watching Only Murders in the Building. Loving the weekly release of that, too, by the way, every oh, Tuesday. Good. And uh, then there was a, an ad that came up for The Dropout with uh, um, Amanda Seyfried yes. and uh, Sam Waterston, who yes. I love and all this. And Lou said, I, I want to watch that. I said, really? I was sort of surprised by that. And she it's said, good. yeah, I, th- I think so. And uh, she said, do we have Hulu? And then I just waited. Mm-hmm. I waited. Mm-hmm. I waited. And then what? And then she said, are we watching this on Hulu right now? I said, yes, we are. <laughs> we have Hulu. That's where you just saw the Hulu ad. That's great. Hulu. All right. <laughs> the Hulu go. ad for Hulu. <laughs> We're going to go. We have studies. Top 10 tough decisions that we make each day. That next on my talk. Happy. Wednesday, everybody. Boy, do I hate typing the word Wednesday. I kind of like it. because What's that D doing in there? Well, it's wed, when... Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Wednesday. Wednesday. No one's going Wednesday. 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 I have trouble saying Saturday. Why? I don't know. Sometimes it comes out more like Saturday. <laughs> you have a problem with your R's. Saturday. Say Millennial X Games. Oh, and your L's. Millennial X Games. There you go. Wait, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wait, um, today, tomorrow. What? There, I used to have trouble saying a very basic word. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> what? Yesterday. Why is that hard to say? Because it starts to slur a little bit in the middle, like to yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. 
We are broadcast professionals, people. We are live and on the air as we speak. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, Stevie. You're going to make uh, 122 different decisions today. Great. 122 different decisions each day, that's what the average person makes. This, according to a when lop, spelled forward, new poll. <laughs> so weird. The top everyday decisions that we struggle with. Let's go through. Number one on the list. What to wear. No, what to watch. Okay. It's inconsequential, but though it is inconsequential, most people have a pretty hard time doing it in terms of daily decisions, things you decide every single day. What to watch is at the top of the list. What to wear is at number three. Okay. Okay. What to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's never a problem. Of course not. I mean, why is that a problem? Donna, because some people give themselves options. Where they're like, what do I want? What am I in the mood for? Whereas you're just like, what sustains me during war? <laughs> you know, I do have friends who've always been like, if we're going out to eat, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm in the mood for. What are you in the mood for? I'm like, I don't care. I really don't. Just don't take me to just a pasta bar, a pizza place where I don't have options. I just piece of chicken, a salad. Maybe a bowl of soup, great. Turkey burger, fine. If I could get it there, let's just go there. That makes you an easy dinner date. That's good. Thank you. I am married to a woman of 17 years Mm, who all the time looks at the menu and sometimes she doesn't care for what I say this. I say, you know, what if you approach this meal like it wasn't the only meal you'll ever have or the last meal you'll ever have. What if we just lowered the pressure and just said, go with this. You know what I like to do when deciding? If I find two nice things on a menu, I love doing this. I say to the server, I'm down to these two. You choose. Yes. Yes, that's good. Yeah. What would you be ordering if you had to choose between these two? Yes. Great tip, Steve. Thank you. You're my best friend. Another thing. Daily decision that people struggle with is whether to buy something or not. Now, I, I, I feel that. I get that. Absolutely. Where it's just like, is it? and I can get strangely frugal or strangely cheap in some situations where it's like, wait, you're worried about spending an extra $7 to get an extra 25 foot of hose length, but you'll happily blow $11 at a buzz buy at a Taco Bell. What are we doing here? Yeah. Hoagie. Hoagie. Hey, hey, Gene Sony hoagies. Oh my gosh. Pierogi. Hey, guys, you want to go to the pierogi festival? Oh, yeah. Sorry, we have Donna in her family. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Who ate all the gabagoo? What do you got? Some pierogi? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Nobody's buying that. You probably pronounce it ricotta, too. <laughs> don't. <laughs> you do not. You don't do ricotta. It's ricotta. Donna Valentine, oh, hey, hey. you don't do it. You're messing out. with me. No, you're trying, no, to, you're trying to make me mad. She just got this from watching The Sopranos. She grew up in a home that spoke properly. I know. I just love that of all the words that she chooses to respect the official original pronunciation, she's leaning all of her weight on pirog. <laughs> it's pirogi. Or pirogis. Oh, there it is. Pirogis. Like p-doggies. Pirogis. Uh, now, if you called it P doggies and you're like, sorry, that's what I call pierogies, that would make much more sense to me. Okay. Your new nickname is Pierogi. <laughs> I'm just calling you Pierogi. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Like I told you, the Pittsburgh Pirate Games, they used to have pierogi races. Pierogi Pete. Pier- there are all these pierogies, man. And then they just run around the stadium. Are there a lot of Polish people in Pittsburgh? How dare you? How rude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> people struggle with what time to go to bed. Me went to bed too late last night, one fifteen. I went to bed late as well, 11.30. Whether or not to ask someone out is a very tough decision that people struggle with. Oh, that's cute. Meal planning for the week, again, for most people. Not for D-Bone. Pirog on Monday, pirog on Tuesday, pirog on Wednesday, and boiled fish on Thursday. Why did I go into the count? I don't know. I don't know. There's something wrong with you. And, oh, here's a tough decision. Rounding out the top ten of tough decisions that people make on a daily basis, whether you should go out with your friends or just stay in. Hmm. Them sweatpants, the joggers, the yogas, once you get them on, tough to take them off. It really is. I, that's the first thing I do when I get home, usually, if I don't have company. My favorite piece of clothing to wear, a good sweatshirt or a sweater. That that category is my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to wear. I love it. I Fluffy wish you socks. could wear them more often. Me too, Steve. If only we had more time to talk about this. We need a millennial to call, and we need a Gen Xer to call. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the Millennial X Games. 651-641-1071. Millennial X Games next. I know it. <laughs> Just like that. We is back, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is Wednesday. It is 11:30, so that means this Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna the Gen Xer. Like totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Woo! Let's do it. Let's, Let's quiz it. Steve on some Gen X stuff. Yeah. Let's quiz Donna on some Millennial stuff. Okay. Let's get helpers on the phone. All right. Like uh, Stillwater Steve was going to help uh, Millennial Steve. Okay. Oh, Steve hey, and Steve. Steve, Steve mm-hmm. Square. How you doing? Woo! We're great. 
Good, me too. Good. What are you doing? Where are you going? What's happening? Just delivering to the needy. Oh, that's lovely. That's so nice, Steve. You're a good dude. Wait, Steve's a good person? Yes. That, that changes my whole That's a plot outlook. twist on yeah. Steve, yeah. Cool. All right, Steve, stand by. I would like to talk to Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi. Hi. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 32. Perfect. You are going to be able to help me, this and I a, thank you for that. What a fun game we have here, guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm going to have Steve go first. Is that okay? I would love to. I already have yeah. the wheel in my hand, if you don't mind. Um, right, stand let's by, totally guys. do it. Spin it. Movies. Movies. All right, this one might be tough. We'll see. The number one, I'm going to quiz you on a lot of things from 1979 this week. The number one movie this week in 1979 was a supernatural horror film. It starred James Brolin and Margot Kidder as a young couple who purchase a home haunted by combative supernatural forces. Uh, This movie sort of became a franchise well into this millennium. And the title of this movie features the name of the Long Island town, where this uh, haunted home took place. Wow, why don't you just give him the name of the movie? I don't know. I thought this one might be kind of hard. Hey. Uh, can you <laughs> name this number one movie? Amityville Horror Final Answer. Wow. All right. You did know that. I saw the Ryan Reynolds version, and brah was jacked up. What part of my question gave it away? The supernatural home, the Long Island town? Uh, what? I had seen the movie, so... But what about Poltergeist? Well, I saw the I new very movie. Similar. Well, Pierogi. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Pierogi. All right, Stewie McBean. Real oh, quick, real quick, real quick, Pittsburgh aside, because now we're doing this Pierogi. There was, they interviewed this woman once on Pittsburgh News about uh, naming the Steelers mascot, and this is out there on the internet, and she they, they named him Steely McBeam for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they interviewed her and said, what's up with the name? And she was like, uh, okay, so Stewie McBean. Okay, so like Stewie, because it's a steel time, you know. And then Mick, because my husband is Irish. And then Bean, because, well, my husband loves Jim Beam. So Stewie McBean. <laughs> and I have showed that footage to people to say, do you know I'm not exaggerating? Do you know this is how we speak? I love it. By the way, um, my friend Stosh, who happens to be Polish, texted me that he pronounces it the exact same way I do. Pierogi? Pierogies. All right. Um, I gotta say, what if Stosh and Sarge did a radio show together? You have any thoughts on what that might sound like? Shorty? Shorty. Hey, it's Stosh and Sarge in the morning. Free Kavasi on the nines. Fail. I don't know why I didn't go into the it action. I panicked. I was forgetting the name. Stash and Sarge. We'll try it again. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, Donna, now I got to go back to that page. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Here I go. Okay, Bye. here it goes. <laughs> Gosh, Headlines. Headlines. All right. I like it. Uh, this uh, month in 1999, I'm going to quiz you on some 1999 things. Okay. The world's tallest building, the Patronus Towers, opened in Kuala Lumpur. Oh. Can you give me an idea of where Kuala Lumpur is? I'm going to say that that is in India. Final. I'm sorry. I, I hit a weird button. What'd you say? India. Let me take a look at the map. I think that's going to be incorrect. It's in Southeast Asia. Fine. It's that's close. a no. No. 
I don't even think Steve would know that. It's in Malaysia. Fine. Malaysia. I would have accepted, like, you know, Asia. South have you ever Asia. had a Malaysian pierogi? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's just it, though. Pierogies and, like, you know, dough-wrapped meats. Anything. They come from all over the world. I think over there they call them dumplings. I even like Mrs. T's pierogi. Oh, they're so good. So momo. good. It's oh. the way you make them. That Maybe they you. call it a momo in Malaysia. I'm going to bring you some pierogies. Oh, my gosh. I am. Um, all, all right. right. So Let's, delicious uh, sour cream on top. Oh. Orange, Florida. All right, it's uh, what one to one? No, it's one to zero. Steve, right, after one go. round. Headlines. Wait, did we already do that? No, doesn't matter. No, no. Oh I'm ready God. for anything. Uh, this is for Steve, right? Life is a good time. Yep. Okay. Uh, in 1979, 63 Americans were taken hostage in the American embassy. Where? Iran, final answer. Okay, fine. Steve knows more about 1979 oh than I thought. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hon, get over here. <laughs> no complaints about hard questions. crushing it this morning. Oh, my right. gosh. Allison, stand by. Okay, All right. We, we get Spend to use it. a lifeline for one question, and that's it. Television. Tele- television? I hit the wrong... You spun the wrong wheel. Oh. It said oh, music. Actually, yeah. no, this is television. Whoa. This is television. Whoa. Rocco, you are a disaster. I really am. Knock, knock. Um, the, <laughs> who's there? Paco. Paco. Okay, this is television. The number one song on the charts this week in 1999 was Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. Someone who once starred with Ryan Gosling, Britney Spears, Carrie Russell, and Justin Timberlake on what television show? Mickey Mouse Club Final. Mm-hmm. Nice, Donna. Yes! Very good. Ooh, thanks, Steve. Did you get the first one, too, the first answer? No, she didn't. She didn't know where Kuala Lumpur was. Oh, that's was. right. Uh, we are going to go, so it's two to one, Steve, going into round three here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to write something down for Christmas gifts this year. You're getting me, yeah, it's going to be pierogi. Don't worry about it. What if we invented a new thing called pierogi? Okay, I'm listening. Where it's, uh... Hey, if you like pierogies and you're also <laughs> a fan of hoagies, you got to try to pierogies. Yeah, would it be a, it'd be a sandwich made of dumplings. Yeah, it's backpacked, right? Like, there's no... Honest to goodness, that's a nice thing that they could do. on the line right now. They're just like, get on with the game, right. losers. <laughs> God. Music. I think we got to put a pin in Pierhogi, by the way. Hi, sharks. My name's Steve. That's my radio co-host, Donna. We're here for Pierhogis. <laughs> How much are we asking for? $100,000 for a half a percent. Yeah, for half a percent stake at our company. Hashtag to the moon. Oh, my gosh. Who's in, sharks? <laughs> pure hoagies is a great idea because the problem with hoagies it, this is true is that they're spilling out on the side and it can be like stuff spills out on your plate and then you have to scoop it up at the end but not with pure hoagies oh, I've written down two things to make a promo out of today and they're both about pure hoagies and how would Donna even pronounce pure hoagies maybe that's the that's the fascinating part of our Shark Tank pitch is I always call them pure hoagies and she's always like pure Pierogies. 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 
Pinho guy. Okay, Steve, you get uh, you get to use Stillwater Steve as a lifeline. Bring him in. There he is. All right, what up, Steve? In 1979, uh, August of 79, the number one song in the country was Bad Girls. It was the follow-up to this artist's previous single, Hot Stuff. This Mm. artist was known as the queen of disco. Name her. Um, I'm going to bring in Steve from Stillwater. He is Stillwater. Steve, what's your thought on that one? Uh, Queen of disco. Yeah, Donna Summer. That's Mm. who we're going to go with, final answer. Yeah, that's the win for the Steves. Yes. Shoot. Well, we... All right, you guys win, but... Allison and I would still like Why to not? finish the All right. game. Steve, what's the prize that Steve's getting? I believe he's also getting the four-pack of tickets to the uh, Children's Museum. Maybe he can uh, nice. give uh, give it to I somebody. I would like to donate those to Donna's team on behalf of the two Steves. All right. Well, we'll talk oh, to that's Allison. exactly right. Thank you. Thank All right. you. I'll put that as volunteer service at the okay, end of the year. There goes Steve. Here comes Allison because we need you. All right, Allison. We're going to do this together. Movies. Movies. Uh, in 1999, August of 1999, the number one movie in the country was a Gary Marshall-directed movie starring Richard Gere, Julia Roberts, and Joan Cusack. And the IMDb description mm. is as followed. A reporter is assigned to write a story about a woman who has left a string of fiancés at the altar. Name uh. it. Okay, so, Allison, do you think this is like Runaway Bride? Which is ironic because Julia Roberts did end up being a runaway bride. In she was supposed life. to marry Kiefer Sutherland and she took off with Jason Patrick mm. on a plane <sighs> to who knows where. He... <laughs> does that sound right? Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. That means oh, that no. you get that right. Yay! We still lose, though, You still Allison, lose, but Elson, do you think you would be able to use a family four-pack of tickets to the Children's Museum in downtown St. Paul? I think that'd be fabulous. Oh, great! Oh, love it. Oh, great. wonderful. Thank I've never to been Steve. to the Children's Museum. Oh, I've only been to the Science Museum of Minnesota. I'd love to Same. go to the Children's Museum. I'll call in tomorrow. Uh, we'll just let Stillwater okay. Steve have one more word, because he was so generous. Hi, Steve. And it, Hi. You did good. You did well. <laughs> How, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Thank you. Would you eat a sandwich that was like pierogies on? Like a sealed sub sandwich, essentially. Yeah, I think I can see it. Like, triceraptus pierogies. Pierogies. We're on the side. All right, still on the side. Thank you, guys. They were great. Here's the problem um, with where we're going. Last night, I was in the car with my daughter driving her to dance. Maroon 5 Memories came on. She started singing it. Voice sounded so sweet. And then it was, he's to the one that we got. And then I just went, and she looked at me and was like, (laughs) what? And I quickly explained it all. And I said, and honey, here's the thing that happens is once it starts, we can't stop. And now if somebody says Europe, we say Europe. And it's, it's very difficult to control. I fear because we would both agree that it's very satisfying to say hoogie. Yes, it is. It's going to be very difficult, fair warning, for us to stop saying this. Like Donna right. just said it, uncalled for at the end of an answer to the Millennial yeah, X Games. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, off with hoagie. Pierogies uh, originated in Turkey, according to a friend. And also, uh, by the way, Bigfoot was just spotted on I-35 just south of Wyoming. <laughs> We're going to take a break. It's a weird show that we have done today for you. We thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, 
Uh, when we come back, maybe maybe we'll be able to dip in and listen. I don't think. I think we're going to miss it. Uh, some stuff on live with Kelly and Ryan. Um, right. And some Fisher Price news, some toy news that got Donna all excited. That next on my talk. What's happening? Welcome back. Donna and Steve, final stretch of the show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I. Yeah, what is it, Steve? I would like us to go to a Pittsburgh news report. Rocco, I put the link in at the top of uh, this little finger. Alrighty. And uh, I just want you to know what you're seeing. This, and we can play the whole thing. This is 55 seconds, okay? The first voice you will hear is the voice. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of longtime Pittsburgh news anchor, Stacy Smith, who, by the way, as best I understand, till his retirement had a mustache. Wait. Just a mustache. Oh, I thought it was a woman. No, the woman, uh, no, 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 the okay. woman is who you're going to hear it go to. Oh. This is when they're announcing um, that uh, <laughs> the name of the Steelers mascot, they tried to get this going a few years ago. Nobody really cares about it. They like the Steelers. They don't care about the mascot. But the YouTube video that I just found is titled, What is a Yinzer? Oh, Which cute. is what they call, you know, people who have Pittsburghese, born and raised in Pittsburgh. Sure. And, yeah, oh my gosh. Like Youpers. Like Youpers, yes. But people. Yinzers. Rocco, do you feel like it's good enough audio quality for us? I haven't listened, but why not? Let's cold listen to it now. Here okay. we go. Well, after four months of waiting and more than 70,000 different names, the Steelers have now settled on one name for the mascot. And that name is Steely McBean. The winning name was revealed this afternoon live right here on KDK-TV News at 5 from Steelers training camp. And Steelers president Art Rooney II and a Steeler fan who, by the way, came all the way to camp from Hawaii, made the announcement. Steely McBeam is the brainchild of Diane Rolls of Valencia in Butler County. So, the question, how did she come up with that name? A Steely McBeam, okay? Well, Steely because it's a steel pine. Mick because... The, the Steelers are Irish, okay, and Beam because Steel Beam plus my husband loves Jim Beam. So <laughs> there <laughs> oh you go. My gosh. There you go. Okay, what was the first thing right? she said? Still, still because because it's a oh yeah. So go back to uh, that part. She's saying now you're talking like her. Okay, yeah. This is what happens. I go home for Christmas and I'm like, oh same. my gosh, Uncle Craig. There I know. Same. She here. says because it's a steel. A Steely McBean. Okay, well Steely because it's a steel pine. Stop right there. A steel what? Town. Steel She's town? saying it's a steel town. Wow, that's southern. That's they say steel town. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, steely because it's a steel town. Steel town. And so people say in Pittsburgh, people will say instead of "Hey, do you want to go downtown?" They'll say, uh, "Hey, we should go downtown." Oh, oh my gosh! Yes. Instead of the north side. You didn't want to go to the north side, or we could go to the south side. It don't matter to me, I as long a- as there's a Permandy Rotors. Okay, Permandy. I have no idea what that means. That's a sandwich place. Oh, great. I didn't know that um, they were called rubber bands. I should say more specifically, I didn't know that no one else knew what gum bands were. Until oh, that's I went to right, college. gum bands. That's right. I grew up saying slippy. 
not slippery. Didn't know slippery was the correct pronunciation oh, or the that word. That explains why you always hey, have baby talk. Careful out there. Yeah. That sidewalk slippy. I had a shop teacher that would chew rubber bands. Maybe he thought they were called gum bands. Oh, <laughs> he my was God. doing himself. We have an email from <laughs> Angela who says, Sing it, Steve. Okay. Oh, this is very much a Con- not a Conway Twitty, a Mel Tillis thing. Okay. Hey, long time, first time. Steve, this could be fun. Try singing the words you have trouble enunciating. Drop. Love the show. Mm. <laughs> Anybody who's Mel tuning Tillis. in for the first time is probably like, what is this? I told my daughter that last night as I was explaining the origin of Durop. And I said, I, from time to time, we'll have people who email and say, hey, I started listening to the show recently. But what is with Durop? Why do you just randomly say Durop mm-hmm. and then not reference it and continue on in the story? Could become the same thing with Peggy, Peggy. But but I'm not exaggerating that much, right there with that woman right there. Still time, because the Steelers are Steelers. That's the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, well, yeah. They say, "Oh my gosh, you're in Steeler country now." Nah. I have a question. Go ahead. What does the mascot look like? Is he a steel beam? No, he's like a he's like a guy with like a big jaw and big arms. He oh. wears a black. Uh, like he's overalls. like a boiler maker. Sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to start some uh, mascot controversy right here because right. I was at the MLS All Star Skills Competition last night at Allianz Field. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, you it's know what a fun. skills competition is? You know, they're like, see if you can kick the ball into this uh, hole for 10 points. Yeah, blah, hit blah, these blah. targets. Oh, okay. yeah, it was really great. You would lead the most interesting life. It was fun. You All right, so they had, the most at one point, man. they had some mascots there. They had Crunch, they had the Lynx one, they had the Goldie Go. Gopher. Okay. You know who wasn't there? Vikings, Vic, Victor Viking. Oh, oh what who's a bummer. Victor Viking? He's like a big beefy guy, kind of oh, like your yeah. Steve. He's got the 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 braids. Also, Nordy, the wild mascot, not there. What's up? What don't you like soccer? I wonder if they are like parts of different uh, mascot unions, yeah. where they can't be seen at each other's events. Oh yeah, Victor Viking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. Victor Viking and Stewie McBean. <laughs> they would love to. By the way, that video of that woman, the woman named Steely McBeam, and she without a doubt says Steely McBean at the beginning. Does, Can you go back and play that? And that's not her slipping. That's just, they just don't under, you know, it's not all, it can be different things at different times. Uh, okay, this is just, yeah, this is pretty great. A Steely McBean, okay? Well, Steely because it's a steel pine, Mick because. The, wow. the Steelers are Irish, okay, and Beam because Steel Beam plus my husband loves Jim Beam. My husband loves. Okay. My how, husband loves. How racist though? No, All no, the Steelers are Irish. No, I'll explain that. As a uh, Scottish Irish man myself, okay. she's referencing the Rooney family, okay. and we are the Rooneys um, are Irish. Steelers oh. are Irish. Are they the Mara Rooney? Rooney family? Mara. Rooney is, Mara. R- Rooney Mara is the descendant of the Rooney family and the Mara family who owned the New York Giants. So they just gave her two last names? As her name. Wow. Interesting. Rooney Mara. Rooney. I kind of like that. Hi, Rooney. Plus, my husband loves champagne. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's great. This man. is what I our- just love it. Our school mascot looked like this. He's a boiler maker. Oh. And that's what Steely yeah. McBeam looks Boy, sounds a like. Bunch of, okay, so Steely McBeam, then Victor Viking, mm-hmm. and your yeah guy, the boiler maker situation. They could all go to a uh 
like the same convention. They all have similar body types. Yeah. You know, frankly, uh, we might like to see, we, we want more, what's his name? Yorkie or crazy eyes from the Philadelphia Flyers? Oh, that guy. What Grimey, is that? Grimmy. Uh, gritty. Gritty. <laughs> I want that? more gritties. I want more, uh, too many muscular uh, mascots. We well, need better representation of body types. Right. For all You're the beer right. bellies who are out there watching, we want more gritty. This concludes sports talk. We are your athletic supporters, and we thank you. Bye. And now, 40 <laughs> seconds of radio silence. No, in case oh. you missed it, our uh, Project Down and Dirty this year is going to be super fun. It is Project Down and Dirty Film Fest happening September 28th through the 30th. It's going to, this is all of the shows getting together, writing and acting in their own comedy films that will be between seven and nine minutes each. I can't wait. It is going to be so fun. I have so many ideas right now. <laughs> this is great. And they I, all have to do with hoagies. Hoagies. Pierogies. Lobsters. And gabadoo. Ginseng seafood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye.